So I recently posted a video where I was calling for the redefinition of the word expensive, that we tend to use the word expensive to misconstrue value. Uh, sometimes, and myself included, we take a denominal price of something and we make a quick judgment on whether or not that product or service is uh, cheap, inexpensive, or expensive. And sometimes we don't stop to think about what is the long-term value of that product or service? What are we trying to achieve from getting that product or service and why are we buying it in the first place so a lot of us again myself included don't think about the outcomes of what we get from that product or service that we purchase and therefore we mistakenly make judgment call on value uh, incorrectly but uh, somebody commented in the video and i love this comment that uh that they had a client that basically when it came to renew their annual services, so maybe I think this was an accountant that went to renew their monthly accounting services with that client after several years of working together. The client made a comment that, hey, you know, now this year your prices should be much less expensive, your prices should be cheaper, you should lower your price now that we've been working together for so long and everything is easier and you know how our account works you know how our business works so basically right now it takes you less time to do the work today compared to how much it took you to do before and that is something to think about because unfortunately if you build a client relationship in which the client believes that whatever the price that you charge is tied to your effort or to the or to the actual input that you put into the account then in other words they're purchasing a commodity right because they're buying something that could be traded and and valued and compared pretty easily but professional services are a little bit more complicated than that because especially when it comes to accounting because a, a client relationship is kind of like wine it actually gets better over time as you work with the client more and more and more, yes, things get easier, but it doesn't happen by default. Uh, when, when a professional works with a business owner or with a person in, uh, in financial services, for example, over time they get to know that person better. They understand uh, their behavior, they understand their motives, they learn about their family, learn about their fears, the aspirations, their goals. Uh, they learn about how the way they work and all these things build a tacit knowledge that if the professional is paying attention if the professional is 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 learning if the professional is building a relationship the professional should get better they should get faster at answering questions they should get quicker to get to the point they should be able to help the client get to the answer uh, faster so this notion that professional services should go down or be lower or be uh, brought down or cut in half the second, third, fourth year that you're working with a client is actually very, very false. And it is because the client's perception is that you're getting paid for effort. So the point is that relationships have a really important value that a lot of us forget to, to, to remember in, in, a, in an interaction. You know, when you when you buy something from someone and it was a good transaction, the second time around, you don't think about it so many times, you don't think about it twice, you transact with that person again, third time, fourth time, fifth time. Over time, it gets easier to work with people 
that you trust because you build a relationship. So the value on repeat business without lowering the price is on what you can extract from the relationship and, and trust. As people get to know each other better, they can ask each other better questions, more intimate questions. You don't have to spend so much time building context. I mean, two, three, four years of working with a client builds a lot of context. When my, when my clients that I've been dealing with for years call me and they ask me a question, I know the question behind the question. I know what their intentions are, or at least I have a good roadmap to understanding or, or getting to what is it that they really want to achieve from answering that question. The clients don't call their accountants to ask him a question and they want some sort of tax code answer. They don't want that. When they say, hey, uh, should I buy or should I lease? What they're really asking is, hey, think about my situation, think about my business, think about where I wanna be, think about how much cash I have, my deductions, my tax rate, and give me an answer that is going to be optimal and maximized for my situation. Any client off the street that calls me and says, hey, should I buy or lease? I have to spend at least two to three hours to understand their business, understand where they're going, understand their tax bracket, understand, even look at the market, you know, is, is the lease rate a good deal compared to the tax savings? All, all those things are being considered. And then when I give the client an answer, it's a fully disclosed answer that says, hey, based on what you want to achieve, I'm gonna give you three different uh, choices. And if you go this route, these are the pros and cons, this route, pros and cons, this route, pros and cons. And clients actually don't want that answer. They don't, some people want choices. They wanna know, you know, what the choices are. They wanna know pros and cons. But most people, when they work with a professional, with a professional, any, any, especially in finance, an accountant, uh, an investment person. When they ask a question, they want to know, what do you think is best for me? And they don't say that uh, verbatim. That's implied in the relationship. So if you actually allow uh, customer logic to dictate that the more years that you work together, the easier it gets, and therefore you should charge less, you have to redesign that the client doesn't see you as a person of high trust and a person of relationship where they value continue working with you, where they value the speed on how quickly you can transact because they trust each other. They value that the relationship means something beyond the transaction. And because of that relationship, the transaction, it's better. You know, an accountant and a client, the, the relationship they have it's not in the tax return, it's not in the financial statements, it's not in, you know, in that document or that letter that they asked them to sign you know, to give it to the mortgage so they can get a loan or whatever. It's not on the byproduct. The relationship is about trust. It's about not having to go to another provider and explaining everything over again. It's about feeling vulnerable to go to your professional and say, hey, these are my fears financially. This is where, you know, this is how much money I have saved or have not saved. You know, I don't wanna pay so much money to the government because I wanna use that money to send my kids to college, whatever. That stuff takes years to build. And clients get more comfortable uh, with their service provider as time goes by. So you gotta recognize as a service provider that your clients are graciously 
keeping you as a service provider and you have to acknowledge that you have to tell your client i value your relationship thank you for continuing to work with us thank you for referring us more clients you know thank you for having patience on the times that we have uh, issues or we can't get to you in time or it takes us too long to respond an email thank you for that we appreciate the business but hey we have our prices for our services and we do believe that our relationship as it gets better our services get better so of course we're not going to lower them in price you know if anything we're going to increase them at least inflation adjust increase them or at least tie them to the value that we can create in the interim and the other piece of this is especially when your service provider is sort of a consultant and a strategist along the way they're hopefully giving you advice on how to get better, how to get faster, how to get more agile, how to increase your profits, how to waste less money, how to waste less time. And hopefully that service provider is also helping the client build wealth. So if you as a service provider, you know you're responsible, at least partially responsible, to coaching and helping your client to build wealth, whether the wealth is the wealth of time, more time, to spend with their family because it's less time wasted in, in business because you made it more efficient, more effective or whatever, or actual monetary wealth, the service provider absolutely deserves to get a chunk of that or to get a piece of that. And if the client wants to pull out because you know, you've know been working together, it's easier, it's faster, therefore you should charge less, hey, you, know, you can just tell your client, be clear, say, hey, this is my logic, this is what, this is the value that we provide, this is how we how I understand our relationship works, and no, our prices are what they are. And then at that point, you know, you decide on which way you want to go. But absolutely, there's more value to the relationship and to the trust than to the transaction. And it is important to recognize it, it's important to communicate it, it's important to talk about it, and it's important not to let both parties client and provider, forget about it. So I would love to know what you think about this.